<laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow. It's 1030 on Wednesday, December 27th, 2022. I'm saying that date and emphasizing it because for those of us who watched this game, who really made a purpose to watch a, a Mavs Knicks game in the middle of December, you know, late December, in the middle of the basketball season, we just watched what is not potentially a historic performance. It is the first 60 point triple double in NBA history. Luka Doncic led the Mavericks in overtime, scored 60 points, grabbed 21 rebounds and dished 10 assists. Holy shit. Josh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, man, I'm trying to think in terms of like, because it's not just the points. Like, I mean, it's the context of the game, setting it in overtime. They were down nine points with 34 seconds left. The shot that he made to tie the game, even if you take away the circumstances in which they had to get it, where he had to miss a free throw and they had to get a rebound. The way, like, he caught it in midair and it was in that little, like, what, five to eight foot range in the NBA where actually guys don't really make shots all that often. And, like, he just nailed it. And, like, and like just the context of what his teammates were doing in this game. Uh, in terms of regular season, I'm not sure if I've seen a more, like, drag a team across the finish line type performance than this. Like, maybe, like, like obviously, like, we've seen playoff performance, like LeBron game seven against the Warriors, like, in terms of, like, historical context probably maybe matters a little more. But, man, just in terms of, like, watching a dude take a basketball team and win a game they had no business winning. I don't know if I've seen anything like this uh, ever. Like, well, holy well, No, we haven't. The answer is we have not, okay? Because here's the thing. Just as a quick recap of the game, the Mavericks <laughs> beat the shit out of the Knicks, basically held them off all night with truly astounding three-point shooting. I want to look at this here. They were... So they only finish 16 of 50, but they missed like every shot in the fourth and overtime. At one point in the third quarter, they were just the Mavericks would would dent, the Knicks would answer right back. It felt like an unwinnable game. And there was a point, it was about I'm looking here in the fourth quarter because I made a tweet about this. 44 seconds left. Julius Randle scores a two-point shot to put the Mavericks up 110 to 101. And he scores on a two-point shot in no small part because Luca threw a shit fit clamoring for an eight-second call in which, and this is very important, he was wrong. And he he was not Randall's man, but basically was screaming at the ref, so Randall barrels down the lane and scores on an easy layup. And I tweeted something out to the effect that if Luka Doncic put half the effort that he did into bitching into defense, he'd be an MVP player, which that's just going to live in my mentions till the end of time because the Mavericks were up, or the Mavericks were down nine points with because Luca scored a layup right after that 33 seconds left miles mcbride makes a pair of free throws puts him up 112 to 103 we all start talking about coverage like well how are we going to cover this game yada 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 spencer or christian wood makes a three-point shot seven seconds later um then luka Doncic makes a two-point shot because crimson uh, uh quentin grimes turns the ball over like luka just takes it from him so with 15 seconds left it's 112 to 108 um on that Luca two-point shot, Emmanuel quickly fouls him. So Luca hits the free throw down by three. Knicks take a full timeout, and it's like, oh brother, yeah. what is happening? 
the the, the Mavericks foul Miles McBride. He misses one of two. Miles McBride makes the second of two. Really felt like an important shot. There's 11 seconds left on the clock. Spencer Dinwiddie, who is not going to get near enough credit, we're going to talk about him, obviously, but Spencer Dinwiddie answers at nine seconds left. So two seconds go off the shot clock because the Mavericks call a timeout. They get to advance the ball. Spencer Dinwiddie hits a three-point shot because the Knicks basically are like, fuck, we're going to guard Luka. So Spencer just, like, it was like watching a, um, like, a like 90s Nebraska option where just the the like the defense goes totally at Luca except for one guy Spencer makes a tough shot that puts it at uh down by two or I'm sorry down by one with nine seconds left Miles McBride again gets fouled he makes both free throws shout out to that guy and then why don't you take it from there because you had a better look at this than I did because my dog was going nuts yeah so uh you know the Knicks intentionally foul Luca with about four seconds left. It was actually like really well done. Like they let Luca cross half court. Um, they let some like it was seven seconds left, I think, or whatever it was, and they let some time run off. They fouled him right before he could get into his gather for a step back. And honestly, I thought that was the game just because you know there's no you know Eve Luca either makes two free throws and then, then you have to do like a, basically a half court or three quarters court heave to tie or win the game. Or you have to do the ridiculous, which is miss a free throw and, and then get a get the ball in the basket. And of course, Luca misses a free throw. And what's crazy is the Knicks had two guys like the ball bounced to two Knicks players. I think it was Grimes. Oh, he hit the first one, right? Right, he did hit the first one, but he had okay. to miss. But they decided to miss the second. They put in uh, Javale McGee uh, because you know they have no timeouts and there's four seconds left. So if you don't, you know, if you if you make it. The Knicks are probably shooting free throws with like three, three seconds left, and then you you know what are you what are you going to do? Even even if the Knicks miss both, you're basically going to have to do a, a heave at the end of the buzzer, um, so your chances are basically none nil to win the game. So Luca makes the first. They didn't put in McGee uh, to get the offensive rebound. He misses it. Uh, it kind of gets batted by the bigs, and then like seriously, it lands right in between uh, Grimes and I think quickly, and. There's no one around them, by the way. There's no one, like, pushing them, shoving them, like, contesting them. It is an uncontested rebound for the most part. And those two guys come together and basically volleyball uh, bump the ball into the air as they both try to grab it at the same time. It falls right into Luca's hands. Luca jumps, catches the ball in one motion before he lands, uh, shoots a little awkward eight-foot teardrop floater, ties the game. Uh, with a second left, Knicks no timeouts, goes to OT. And then, I mean, that was like, <laughs> I don't know. I know you said you weren't watching, you know, you were chasing. No, I was watching, but okay. it was like, I'm not, I wasn't going to do it justice. Right. But there's the arena, like it was, that game was over. There was, I, I would have bet my life savings the Mavericks were winning in overtime. Like, I don't know how the Knicks were going to respond to that. And they responded to that by basically doing nothing. They made two shots. Nobody had anything left. Yeah. Everyone That's was what what really sticks with me. Yeah. And of course the Mavericks made one field goal in overtime. It was Luca. Um, Luca scored seven of their 11 overtime points, uh, five free throw. He went five of six from the free throw line. I think he made his final. I think he made like his final four also, which I mean, considering the struggles that he's gone through at the free throw line, I mean, 16 of 22, he was still, he was that's, still yeah. less than 75%. Right. So he wasn't having a good night at the stripes. So that had to be those free throws he was shooting toward the end of the game. That has to be the most tired he's ever been 
in an athletic competition and he was able to, to sink those free throws. Um, and that's, that's impressive. That, I mean, that just kind of adds to like the magic of the night and that just how incredible he was. I mean, he was, it was, it was absurd. Mavericks team record beats Dirk's 53 point game uh, back in, I think 2005. Um, don't know. I mean, don't know if we'll ever see another game, not just from a Maverick, not just from Luca, but just, from a player in the league. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if we'll ever see. Well, nobody's ever done a 60-point triple-double. <laughs> and Wilt Chamberlain just, all, like, when you go look at NBA history stuff, Wilt Chamberlain just exists in right. all of this stuff. And it's, like, kind of uncomfortably weird where you go in there and it's like, oh, okay, well, Wilt's going to be there because Wilt's, you know, he scored 100 points in a game. Like, that's the thing that happened. Um, it's, you know, we we – we do this night in and night out and there are nights where we get together and there's one, you know, you and I always find stuff to talk about, but like as a, as a group, there's just a grind of NBA where you miss a night and you shouldn't feel bad about it. Cause there's 82 games. But right. if there was ever a reminder of why you tune in every night to watch a one of one basketball player, this is it. Yes. Uh, I also, unfortunately, I had a friend that was at the game. Uh, people left, a lot of people left with a minute when they were at nine with 34 seconds left. Like he said, a, a lot of people. And like, can you imagine by the time you get to your car and turning the radio on and just hearing that? Like, I, I that's, that's crazy to me. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I get leaving games early when it's, uh, when it's over kind of, but like, if you've already gotten to like a minute left, just just wait till the final buzzer. Like, what do you? How much traffic are you really going to save by doing that? But that's besides the point. I mean, that's sure. I mean, I I was ready. Crazy. That was why I was like, I was yeah. ready to get going. Like, can we do this for work? I mean, we were about to get on here and roast this team, right? I mean, this was going to be. I mean, a, it wasn't a roast. Terrible it's just loss. Like, like I I think you know, and that's where I think that's actually a pretty good pivot point to talk about the game. <laughs> Without three, like their three best defenders are hurt. Yes. And at a certain point in time, that was going to catch up with them. The annual Julius Randle comes to Dallas and kicks the shit out of Dallas game was just, it was on full force. I mean, what did he do tonight? Like, he had an outstanding game. 29, 18, and foul four. trouble. <laughs> yeah, 29, and 18, no. and four. Man, I mean. Because, and you think about the guys that are hurt, like Dorian and Maxi are the two guys that would, yeah. You know, Reggie is a good defender, but they put him more on guards than big, beefy uh, forwards. So, yeah, they had no – I mean, that's why Dwight Powell started, like, with Christian Wood. It was kind of a, a weird game and a weird lineup uh, throughout the night. And it was one of those things where if you're, like, watching live, I I found myself not frustrated because – you know, second chance points were probably wildly off. I, I'm trying. I'm having a hard time finding. I don't think ESPN keeps track of second chance. Oh, probably on NBA.com. Nick said 17 offensive rebounds. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you, yeah, you come in here and like, I was honestly ready to say, okay, this is an example of what happens when you know three of your rotation players are hurt, and instead Luca just sort of willed them through it. Because again, Luca having a triple double in this game was borderline miraculous because the Mavericks. You know, and and again, I, I like Reggie, Jesus Christ, my guy. One of seven from three. All of his looks were wide open, and yep. this game might not have gone to overtime if some of these guys would hit threes. I mean, Tim Hardaway was 
was terrible from distance, three of eleven. Can I give um, you my no Tim Hardaway was... stat of the night? Yes, you you tweeted this, made my life. <laughs> so since November fifteenth, the Mavericks have only won two games in which Tim Hardaway Jr. has shot below forty percent on his three pointers. Uh, in those two wins, Luka Doncic has averaged fifty five points, fourteen and a half rebounds, and ten assists per game. Uh, because I, I, the only other game was the 50-point game against <laughs> against Houston that the Mavericks won. So uh, there you go, man. If if Tim isn't hitting his threes, you just need Luca to play like uh, a video game character with all the difficulty settings turned down. I, I, I'm out of like – and and I've been thinking about this all day because, as usual, discourse online gets a little weird because <sighs> – the 77 minutes in heaven guys. So, so Tim Cato, our guy, Austin, both of them used to work here. Dave Dufour and Mike Pellucci had a truly wonderful podcast. Like one of my favorite Mavs based podcasts, because they talk about all sorts of like, you know, there's predictions, there's looks ahead there. There's, you know, looks back. There's honest, open, naked criticism of this team that I don't hear very many places. And I was kind of like ready to come into this game because they their essential under you know the conclusion they came to is not that dissimilar than what we come to, which is Luca's really fun. They are very limited, and so you come into this game and you're just ready to watch it, and it's just like okay, well this is just going to be this way this year. And instead, what's happened twice now with these fifty point Luca games is like oh, Luca's really good at basketball, and it should be obvious, but. You missed the first quarter, I think. Luca's body language was terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw, I caught some of it. And I, that this was one of his bitchiest games uh, I've seen in a while. Uh, the first, and that's, and that's why it's like because I got the, you know, and I get into these Twitter arcs. I talk to everybody. You know, you you always laugh at me because I respond <laughs> to everyone, but I love talking with people. And people get so upset whenever you're like, Luca needs to do this thing better. It's like both these things can be true, but what was particularly funny tonight is that they won in spite of him really having a tough game talking at everyone, because he was talking a lot. He still went to the line 22 times. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, really it something. Weird. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, and it's kind of crazy. Like, and then, you know, we would have come into this game, Matt, because like, yeah, the Knicks are above 500, but the Knicks didn't have Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett got hurt in the first two minutes of this game. So yep. like, if they would have lost this game, <laughs> Uh, with what's his face? They were down bad. Yeah, yeah. Mike Miles McBride playing forty six minutes and you lose. I don't know who Miles McBride is. I don't know. I feel okay, saying that. I know. Um, yeah, Quentin Grimes drops thirty three on you. Like I, I like Quentin Grimes, but come on, like this would have been mm-hmm. this would have been a game that added to the pile of like, wow, this team is just Jekyll and Hyde. Like they just. You know, they just can't get it. But I guess they were, oh, I mean, this is like payback for the Thunder loss in terms of bat, cosmic, you know, the, the basketball cosmos. So we can no longer complain about that Thunder loss because this game this game happened. The universe is balanced. Uh, yeah. Like all things should be. Um, but, man, I don't know. And and you think about how huge this win is because their next three games are Houston. Aren't their, ne- what, their next two games are what? Houston, San Antonio, right? Uh, yep. Well, now we're all joking because we're all sickos. Where it's like, well, Luca's gonna sit. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Right? Maybe. I don't think they can. They don't have any players. That's true. I, if 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 Green and Dorian and everyone was healthy, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh man, yeah, I forgot they got two Houston, Houston, San Antonio, Houston. Like, so that 
should be three more wins. They're going to be, what would that be? They'd be 22 and 16 on January 5th. So like losing this game would have, you know, you don't want that to steamroll into another losing spell. So, I mean, this game was, this game, I mean, every game is huge. When you start the season 15 and 16 or whatever uh, in the Western conference, you need to start winning some basketball games if you want to move up the standings. So, well, now I need to look at the standings. I haven't even looked at it yet. My like voice is—I don't even know why. But it's it's like yelling to myself on the couch. <laughs> Hysterically, the Mavericks are—they're seventh in the West now. They're, they're dangerously close to every to the top. <laughs> like they're three and a half games back from first, and you know, with the way things are going, they they could be in first at some point, and I'm going to feel really conflicted. I'm just, you know, I've I've listened to all these shows. It everyone in there, everyone that is a rational v- viewer of this team understands that this team is is just exceptionally limited, not bad, limited. They don't really have any other ways that they can win. Their ways that they can win are the team shoots well from three. Luca goes berserk. <laughs> did you see the new chart <laughs> oh there's a new chart yeah uh look at look in uh our random slack it's basically uh they took the the tim hardaway shoot 40 percent from three yes dallas wins but then for no it's a there's an additional did lucas score 50 yes dallas wins no dallas loses. i mean this is crazy <laughs> here's my man tweet NBA teams were 0 and 13,884 in the last 20 seconds when trailing by nine with 35 or fewer remaining. Yeah. So the, the, what the, what was the thunder? The, the, the thunder one was like, oh, in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This yeah, team, man, cool. this is that discourse column I wrote in November is like the most evergreen thing I think I've ever written in my entire this life. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, I I'm cannot just, believe it. People I'm are just checking my mentions and people are mad at me about this tweet. I love yeah, it. It's like, 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 I, I love this shit where it's like, yes, you're mad. Like, come on. I want the Mavericks to win. Shut the fuck up. Like, people... <laughs> That's what I told one person who's like, what do you think about this now? And I'm like, come on, man. This is so much better. Right. Uh, like people are people think you're like mad that they won't like a new chart for you. This is amazing. Yeah. This I is just, so great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's just well, it's good because you know what? If they win these next three, they're gonna be on a like a piping hot seven game win streak, which frankly they need. They need something just so that they can believe. Okay. And Luca has this tendency to play down in bad games, which he was sort of playing down. I think he was up to play Brunson. And then when Brunson got declared out last minute, took the wind out of his sails. Right. Uh, and the, yeah, it just, yeah, it, it just, <laughs> I don't know what to say other than through three quarters. I mean, through 47 minutes of basketball, this looked like the team that just can't get over the hump of 500 and just inconsistent play. And, Role players not making wide open shots and all that kind of stuff. And then Luca, man, I just don't. I mean, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen because if they do win these next three games and they are 22 and 16, they are going to be probably near fourth place, right? Like they're they're a game they're a game and a half out of fourth right now. They're if they if they get 
three more wins in a row, they will absolutely be either in fourth place or or like right yeah, behind yeah, in the top like, six yeah. for sure. So now, I'm curious. They're basically going to jump from 11th place to fourth or fifth in about a week or so. And I'm wondering, we've heard reporting about the Mavericks from Tim McMahon and some other NBA connected sources, you know, when that team, when they were 15 and 16, when they were 16 and 16, that they might be feeling the pressure to make a move to secure their place in the top six yep. uh, so that they avoid the play in tournament. And I'm curious what this win streak is going to do because uh, I'm wondering, like, does this, do they tap the brakes? Do they then look at this and go, okay, we're back on track. We don't need to make a reactionary move. Let's stick to the plan. Hope of so. this out and save our assets for whenever we can make another big move later. Like, I think that's going to be very curious. Like I could honestly see this front office after a seven game winning streak being like, okay, no need to hit the panic button. Uh, we don't need to make a move, but the way that they're winning these games, like, are they looking at this and being like, holy crap, like, we needed Luka to have the most historic game and NBA single game in NBA history to beat a Knicks team without two of their best players on at home? Like, we got to get them some help. Let's get this guy. You know, the, the time is now. Like, do they does, – does that push them in further? So it's going to be a very curious – like, a very interesting couple of months. Man, I hope nothing uh, happens because it's like we didn't really get to talk about them enough, and I want to go because I'm, I'm tired. I got to do the live show. Yeah, I, know, I don't I have to. I want to. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> Spencer Dinwiddie as tall Steph Curry has been – like, the dude took so many threes tonight. He took eight threes, hit three of them, and was huge. Him and Luca had 85 of the, of the Mavericks, 126. Yeah, they only I, had four people score in double digits. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to write about Spencer because, like, the three-point shooting thing is, like, it's for real, man. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know if it's going to last more than this season, but for this season, like, dude is a career, what, like 30, 33? 30 or 33% three point shooter. And now he's shooting f- basically 42% on the most attempts in his career, like per game. Uh, yeah. I it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. He's career 33% three point shooter. I mean, I know a lot of people we talked about when he got traded here that were like, okay, you know, don't look at his Washington. Like that's an outlier. Look at what he did in Brooklyn. He can be a productive player if he brings that production here. He was shooting 30, 32% on threes in, in Brooklyn. And I mean, I think his catch and shoot rate in Brooklyn was 37%. Dude, he's shooting 60% on corner threes now. Like That's not a thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to contextually put that. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. Like, imagine if he was shooting 32%. He doesn't shoot on that on layups, I promise you. <laughs> He did miss a couple of corner threes after he tweeted he was shooting sixty two percent on corner threes, so he might not be. But he's still he's still probably the league leader. Like it's 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 insane. Like uh, seriously, where would this team be if he was shooting like thirty four percent from three, which would be like an acceptable number for him? You know, like I don't know. They it's crazy. They they just if th- that has to be like put on all the the packages for whenever the Mavericks makes pitch to free agents and it's like guys just. Freaking look at this. You're going to be yeah. shooting practice jumpers for the rest of your life uh, <laughs> if you play for the Dallas Mavericks. Please, please play on this team. Uh, they need to be oh, God. writing up those pamphlets right now. Well, we'll be back because the Mavericks play twice more before New Year's somehow. 
Um, they do. I think they do. I I should know this. I run a Mavs Wait, twice more before New Year's. Am I making that up? Yeah, they well they play yeah they played the uh, 29th and the 31st. Yeah, today's only Tuesday. I said Thursday, it was Wednesday. Saturday. I don't know what's wrong with me. So they play yeah they play Thursday then they play Saturday. So we'll be back on Thursday and hopefully with not a show that causes you know like some shout out to Mark Cuban. May that man like he he looked like he was about to die. He was all of us um respect because that this would have been great. an awful loss, man. <laughs> well, I mean, well, yeah, so no, for thank sure. Thank God for Luca. <sighs> okay guys check us out wait for the live show that'll be coming out you should also be like following me on spotify live like yeah i run the spotify live but i really want like fans to come up and talk we have a great time with it if you've never done it i call up new people first i want to have fun with this please come hang out it's a great time um we'll be on you know regularly after most most uh games check out mavsmoneyball.com we're gonna hammer this because this is gonna be one of the biggest games we have all year thanks for hanging out with josh and i and we will see you guys on thursday